I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. I am so excited today. I have a special guest here with me. I've been kind of talking about him. I've been alluding to him being part of the podcast. And I am just so excited to introduce himself to you. So I have Andy, the Southern Dad. How you doing, Andy? Ah, doing fantastic. Oh, good. So, Andy, again, I am excited to have you here. I kind of am a little bit like fanboying it because I have seen you on Instagram. I've followed you with your videos. And it's so weird that you're actually like talking to me. And not only are you talking to me, but you're responding just to me. Um, So I am like kind of in awe a little bit right now. (laughs) Well, I appreciate it. But the thing is, it's... That's something that, man, we've been talking for a little bit, um, and you never quite said that. But I didn't, is, I didn't, because I want to leave some things for <laughs> your initial reaction. So are you telling me you're having a little hard time hearing this yeah. that I'm fanboying it? <laughs> well, and I, I really didn't, I really didn't know that. It was kind of like a, like a fan, like a fan shock. But the thing is. That's kind of what makes me real. You know, I'm, I'm real with the people I talk to. I mean, and I'm one of those type of people, like, as long as you're a real person, I'll talk to you. I mean, and that's just, that's it. I just, I've been, you know, watching the videos and seeing your posts come up on Instagram. I've checked out your Facebook and um, just, you've got a lot going on right now and you've got a lot of messages and I... I just think it's neat. I think what you are saying is just really great. Um, So I'd love for you to kind of just give us a little bit of information of who you are and kind of some of the things I just said, like where I I saw you. So I'm primarily on Instagram. I do have a Facebook. Um, So the reason why I'm not primarily, like I'm not on Facebook that much is because I'm really honed in on one platform and Instagram works really well for me. It helps me reach more of an audience. And like right now, my primary focus is reaching like more men and helping dads out there. Well, for one, being dads. And like being a father, like me, I'm a father of two boys. And like one of the things, like whenever it comes to. Sorry, my mind's going blank. That's okay. Which I, if I can just jump in here, for some of my listeners who follow my Facebook community, I have brought Andy up before in some of my posts. Um, I kind of saw Andy, he did a video, which I was like, man, he's got to be my new best friend. He did a video for men talking about if they are home with the children, instead of just parking everyone in front of the TV, maybe do some of the chores that the the partner or the woman of the house would do because it would be a great addition to her day. She would probably love to come home and know some of those chores are done. Um, And that post kind of stuck with me. And I started to want to know more about Andy and what was going on. 
As my listeners know, I am a proponent for kind of that male perspective and getting some male resources to to just be a better male, to be a better dad, some of those self-help, self-discovery resources. So I started to look into you and thinking, you are what I'm asking for. So I had to get you on the podcast because I think you're a great resource for my male listeners. Well, and I, and I do appreciate that. Um, but like a lot of it has to do with like whenever it comes to like the video you're mentioning. So like whenever it comes to our kids, they look for us as a male figure of how men are supposed to act. Like no questions about it. So if you're one of those type men that just come home every day, sit on the couch or the recliner, watch TV and eat or drink or whatever you do. That's what your kids are going to imitate of what a male's supposed to do. Now, if you're a man and you're in a relationship or you're in a marriage, in all reality, you shouldn't be doing that. And the reason being is like whenever you come home, I do realize like some of y'all are at work for you know, 8, 10, 12 hours. And you feel like, well, here, I did all this work. Now I can come home, relax, and my wife, chill, or girlfriend, or, or whatever. We'll do everything else. Mind you, majority of our spouses have a full-time job as well. Right. So how is that fair for our spouse to have to do everything else whenever it comes like whenever it comes to household chores and us as a man get to just chill and hang out? All right. So do you see why I want him to be my best friend? I like the message. Ears are open out there. <laughs> so the thing is, like, now don't get me wrong, I am guilty of it too. There's there's on occasion I come home and I'm just, I'm beat and I'm tired. You know, I work 10, 12 hours a day. But the thing is, it doesn't matter what you did outside of the home. It doesn't. What matters is as soon as you walk in that door. Now me, that is the best part or one of the best parts of my day is walking inside the house because my five-year-old son without fail runs up to me and hugs me right around the waist makes my day. Yes. And that's whenever my day starts as a husband and a father. Cause right then that's, that's whenever you're, you're projecting of how a man is supposed to act. You know, do you come in, do you come in the home constantly complaining, griping, asking why this isn't done, this isn't done, or that's not done. Like, for instance, if dinner's not cooked, dishes isn't done, bottles aren't washed if you have babies, you know, floor's, you know, floor's not swept, or the house looks like a hurricane hit it. You know, do you come in the house and automatically start complaining about all that, or do you be what a man's supposed to do and come in and start jumping in and helping and getting everything done? See, that's the thing. Whenever you are in a relationship, you know, whenever you're in a marriage, you're supposed to help your other half, not work against each other. In fact, I was having a conversation with another guy about this other day. And everything had to do with mindset. You know, he, in his mind, he felt that he was in the right. And a lot of it had to do with the way he was raised. You know, he came home, he had his... He had his expectations of things being done, but yet was disappointed whenever those things weren't done, 
which okay. is a kind of a slippery, which is, I don't quite say slippery slope, but it's one of those things that's called a unmet expectations. By the way, those things right there will kill a marriage. <laughs> unmet expectations will ruin a marriage. And the thing is, like, what us guys, what a lot of us don't see, we don't see what our spouse is doing. You know, if if dinner is cooked, be happy. Be grateful that dinner's cooked. Because that's just one thing that you don't have to do. You know, you don't really have to jump in and help out to cook dinner. That's just one less thing on the list. But if you do see, like, if you come home and if you do see, like, dishes haven't been done and that kind of stuff, but you see that your wife's, like, with the kids paying attention to them, jump in and do the dishes. It's not going to kill you. Right. I mean, that's like last night. I mean, I got off work at, I got off work really late. Um, in fact, it was too late for my comfort because I didn't get to see my, you know, get to tuck in my boys and that kind of deal. So it kind of threw off my routine of coming home. But, and in fact, my wife, she was already, already in bed. So that kind of tells you how late it was. But I got home. I saw the dishes were done. I still had dinner on the table. But I noticed that the bottles wasn't washed. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wash bottles. It wasn't done. And it's something that needs to be done for the next day. It's all part of being a team. Because the thing is, like, whenever you're in a relationship, as long as you're working together, you're going to succeed. But the moment you start working against each other, that's where you're going to start having problems. Now, I've had those problems. (laughs) I've recovered from those problems. And it's all learning experience. I, in one of your, um, your podcasts, I actually took a quote from that and said, live life with priorities in mind. And that seems like what you're, you're saying. Yeah. So it's like, I have the Andy, the Southern dad brand, you know, I have a full-time job. I have all of these other things going on, but now one thing you've got to, got to remember all of those things can go away. And if all those things disappear, what do you have? You have your family. Yep. If you don't nurture your family, but yet you're solely focused on all these other things that can be taken away, why would your family want to be there? So it's like, even though I'm doing all of this stuff, my family is still, they're still coming first. And a lot of it has to do with routines. Now there is at moments in time of where I do like to do these other things, but thankfully I have a wife that will call me out on it really fast. And that's, and that's one of the things I enjoy about my wife. And then, you know, and this is one thing I can pretty much tell every single, you know, almost any man, whether they want to believe it or not behind every great man, is a woman that's helped them get there. It just, nah, that's not quite the right saying, but I'm pretty sure that kind of lead to what I'm, but needless to say behind every great man, there's a great woman that's been there by a side and it's kicked him in the butt whenever he needed it. And, you know, even though a lot of men are on the forefront Now, mind you, I see a lot of women coming to the forefront, and I'm loving it. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. All right. 
it just but I, I know like a lot of men they, they like being in charge and it's like yeah but who really lets you in charge <laughs> Well, the one, the one thing, and I just kind of want to share with our listeners that you practice what you preach. Um, when we were trying to set up recording of the episode, you yep. were very clear with me about your nighttime routines and when you were available. So I'm wondering if you could, you know, if you'd be willing to share with our listeners that nighttime routine that's a priority for you. Oh, yeah. So typically, so on an average day, I get off work in between 6.30 and 7.30. That did not happen yesterday at all. But today it did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I typically, I come home. I like to spend some time with my boys. And then one thing that I like to make sure that I do is I tuck in my boys every night. Now, sometimes I don't get to tuck in the baby. But that's just because, I mean, sometimes he falls asleep at 6.30 and he's done. Right. It is what it is. He's nine months old. Uh, but with our five-year-old on the other hand we or my wife she tries to keep him up a little bit to where he can see me before he goes to bed so now we do have a cutoff time like if i know i'm gonna be getting home past nine o'clock she'll go in and put him down or let him go to bed but if i'm if i don't want to get home before then she'll keep him up to where he can at least see me and talk to me a little bit before we tuck him into bed and that's just, that's our routine on the, with the kids. Because that's just, that's time I get to spend with my boys, you know, other than being on the weekends. And in all reality, with being a father, that's something that kids need. They need their father to be there, to talk to them, to know that, to know that you're their dad. And unfortunately, there's, there is a bunch of guys out there that, doesn't have that same focus or that same priority and i will be i'll be straight up like whenever our firstborn was born i went with how i was raised you know how i was raised was you go to work you come home and then you unwind you know you really don't play with the kids that often or anything along those lines. And then as time progressed, I started to notice of how much I was missing. Then with our second born, I made sure I'm not going to miss anything. Like one of our first born was born. I was working 65, 70 hours a week. Not anymore. You know, now I work in between 40 and 45 hours a week. That's it. I mean, that's more than enough to give to a company and the rest of it. I prefer to spend with the family because right. the thing is you, you can always make more money, but you can never give back time. That's so true. And time is something that's very valuable, especially to kids because you are their first teacher. You know, us as parents, we are our kids' first teachers, so therefore they're learning everything from us. They're learning our attitudes. They're learning, well, I was going to say temperaments, but same thing as attitudes. But they're learning, like, our routines. They're learning how we treat other people. They're learning how we talk to other people. They're learning how we prioritize things. Now, some parents, they may not realize that their kids are sponges like that, but I'm here to tell you they are. You know, kids are... 
they're sponges and they catch on to things extremely quick. Like they know, like if something's not right and they can just tell those different things. But so I, I know I kind of got off on a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> so, you know, kind of, kind of refocus back in a little bit. Andy's like, a big talker. <laughs> so I'm going I'm to bring you back into the, to the night routine. So after we tuck in the boys, if you're in a relationship, this is one thing that I challenge every single person to do. Take the time after you tuck in your kids to talk to your significant other. Talk to them 10, 20, 30 minutes. Just see how their day's going. See what's going on in their life. You know, just to keep that line of communication open. I mean, yes, there's at times of where we don't do that, and I can tell whenever we don't. Because whenever we don't do it, sometimes our communication gets a little off. And I'm pretty sure any guy can vouch for this. If your wife ain't happy... You showing up ain't happening. <laughs> Any guy can vouch for that. Yes. And guys, I'm here to tell you, communication is everything. Because she will tell you exactly what's on her mind. You just have to do what you do and listen. And I'm not talking about just kind of, you know, giving the uh-huh, yeah, you know, <laughs> that, that motion. Actually, listen, being engaged, be involved in the conversation. You know, listen to their concerns, listen to the different things that they have going on, you know, be, be the husband or partner that you, that you need to be for your spouse. Cause I mean, that's the thing you've got to remember, you know, they are your, they're your other half, you know, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be working as a team and in order for an effective team to work, you have to talk to each other because if you don't talk to each other, how do you know what page your partner's on? One of your big passions is working with dads and being a resource for dads. And you've recently connected with a resource. Can you tell us about it? So I have recently connected with a resource and it's designed just, I call it the, I really don't mean to sound like a negative comment towards it because in my opinion, it's better than Facebook, but it's like the Facebook app for dads. And it's called Dad AF, which if you need me to really tell you what the AF stands for, something's wrong with you. Um, but, but the thing is, that's, that's the name of the app. It's on Google and, or it's on Android and on iPhone. It's called Dad AF. They're on Instagram and Facebook. And this is an app that I promoted a couple weeks ago on my in my Facebook community after seeing you promote it. Yeah. And it's it's an awesome resource. They're constantly updating it. And in fact, they've even they have me as an influencer now on the app itself, which I mean to me is phenomenal. I mean that's just that's kinda like, well, I'm just on it to help other guys, but y'all want me to be an influencer. Okay. I mean that's just kind of a that's just kind of like a, a thank you. Um, but I'm now an influencer on the app and that's, that's all we do. We just, we talk to each other. Well, you know, through messaging and that kind of stuff. And we have different topics and we have different, there's different areas on the app. And one of them is for mental health because there's really not too many resources out there for us as dads, whenever it comes to the mental health area. 
And honestly, Facebook is not really a place for that specific topic. Because, I mean, in Facebook, that's just, that's a whole different issue in itself. But, and that's the thing I love about this app. It's everything's in one spot. You know, you can, now mind you, there's there's quite a few U, people from the UK on the app right now. There's not that many from the US, which I'm trying to help kind of even out the playing field a little bit by, you know, talking to people from the U.S. and let, letting other guys know about the app. So, therefore, in all reality, people will be on the app 20, you know, 24 hours because it's international. And I have noticed there's more guys from the U.S. on the app starting to come on it, and I'm starting to, you know, talk to them as well. But the thing is, they, they do have different sections. They have the, you know, the general topics of where you can just – Basically, you can post like, like you know, like one of your kids was just born. You know, you can post that on there, or you know, post like some kind of like fun topic for, like, hey, I just did this with my kids, or anything along those lines. All right, so just a general to be supportive yeah. and and connect with other dads. Right, and that's and that's all it is. It's just it's a huge resource for dads. And it's just, I'm glad I found it because it was actually something I was thinking about starting myself. And I mean, I'm grateful that they found me on Instagram, which their Instagram handle is at dad underscore a underscore F. That's their Instagram handle. So you can also follow them on Instagram as well. And with on their bio, all you have to do is click the link and it takes you straight to like if you're on Apple, takes you to the Apple store, so you can download okay. the app. If you're on Android, it's the same thing with it. Or you can just do a search on it. But when we were talking earlier, you were telling me about a gentleman who just kind of posted a question about um, you know, my partner's in her third trimester. What should I be doing? Yeah. That's such a genuine kind of question that maybe this gentleman didn't have anyone to ask or was scared to ask a male in his environment and and had the courage enough to kind of put it out there on this app because he was really curious. Yeah, I mean, and of course, like, with me, I was honest with him. I mean, of course, I threw a joke in there, too, just because, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you have to be funny. You have to make, you have, you've got to make, you got to lighten the mood sometimes. Yeah. But it's just... The biggest thing is, is just listen to her. You know, it's just that third trimester. <laughs> I remember because it wasn't that long ago. Right. <laughs> but the biggest thing is just listen. Yeah. You know, don't, you know, not one of those, yeah, uh-huh type moments. You know, listen to what she says because trust me, she's going to tell you exactly what she wants. Yeah. I mean, it's just, now it may change from minute to minute, but she's going to tell you what she wants. Yeah. I do want to shift into a different kind of part of your message. Um, one of the things, and I, I put this, of course, in the on a Facebook Live, you have this way to talk about positive mindset. Yeah. 
Like yeah. one of the reasons why I have connected with you is you're part of my positive ring. You are part of my group that I keep around me through my social media. So I get these positive messages all the time. It, that's another passion of yours is having that positive mindset. And I know you've got some resources out there that maybe my listeners might want to know about. Oh, yeah. So I've actually just I just completed. Actually, I just got my website ready. And I've just launched it. It's called PositivityStartsWithUs.com. All you have to do is just go to that site. You're going to watch a little video. Yes, it has me talking on it. (laughs) Um, But all you have to do to get the information that I talk about is just sign up. You just got to put your name and email address in the boxes and hit get into access and you got access to it. Um, And the things you're going to expect out of it, well, first, right off the bat, you're going to end up being able to download an ebook. Then from there, I'm going to send you several emails, you know, later on down the week that just helps reinforce your positive mindset. And the reason being that why I'm actually the biggest reason why I did all this, because I want to help people with getting that positive mindset. Now, mind you, I do have an ebook as well that goes like more in depth in the positive mindset. I do have a coupon code for it, and I didn't. Okay, and I do have a coupon code for it. All you have to do is put "finding myself." It's two words. It's actually the name of the podcast. Yes. So that's all you have to do. Put in that coupon code "finding myself," and I'm just going to give you thirty percent off your ebook. Just, just to make it easy. And also, it's kind of like a thank you as well. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing that for my listeners. I appreciate that. Oh, it's not a problem at all. Um, and that's that's the thing. I enjoy helping people out. And it's just, I like, like, I, I do enjoy seeing, like, the transformations. Like, I've gotten to witness some people that they've been down out, bummed out, had that constant negative mindset. And I've watched them transform into having a more positive mindset. And it just, it's just one of those feelings that it's really hard to explain. It's kind of like seeing a, I'm not going to quite say a student because I'm not going to consider him a student. I mean, it's more like a friend, you know, it's, it's like seeing a friend going from being bummed out, you know, constantly looking at the bad things in life and constantly just, you know, everybody's like just out to get him and that kind of stuff. And it's like, he felt like he had no control over himself or his future. And then going from that kind of a mindset to having a more pot. Now, mind you, his personal life is all kinds of jacked up. Yeah. The thing is, whenever he went through the transformation, instead of him looking at his life as messed up, he's now looking for more positive things in it. You know, he's actually reaching out and he's searching for positive things in his life. And I I think what you're describing is taking control. He's taking control of his situations instead of his situations controlling him and his mindset. Yeah. And that's that's the thing that people do need to remember. There's the only person you can control is you. You know, you can't control someone else. You can't control the way someone else treats you. 
the only per the only thing you can control is the way you do things, how you respond to situations. And basically you can just control you. <laughs> right. Right. And I think it's, you know, the, the reactions to those situations, we can either look at the glass half empty or half full. Um, you know, I've shared with my listeners that I've had some tough times this past um, school year and I was stuck in that negativity and I had physical symptoms of stress. I, you know, had a complete breakdown one day and I had to start doing things to keep that positivity around me. I had to start looking at what was going to bring me joy. Joy is a word that's really important to me. And I really had to look at my environment and even some of the smallest things that I could do, such as put it, turning music on, um, made a difference to my mood, which made a difference in my life overall. So I, re- I really connect with your message of a positive mindset. And it, seeing your Instagram posts really just kind of resets me if I need it or inspires me or makes me smile just in that moment. So I get a daily dose of that, which is really awesome. Well, that's the thing. Like I, I do my best to post at least once a day on my feed. Now, my stories, on the other hand, whole different beast. <laughs> I mean, I, I like so I follow quite a few people, but a lot of them are in the same, the same niche I'm in or the same market I'm in. Okay. You know, they're in the positivity. They're in the positive mindset market. They're either in that market or they're dads or something along those lines. And like, if, if I see something that I feel is worth sharing to other people, because like all my stories, I get some reach on my stories, but I feel that maybe somebody may be able to find some value in this post. And it just, and that's the reason why I share it. Yeah. Now, well, some me, 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 I find value. It's just, and that's, and that's the name of it. You know, you, you're wanting to, especially in, in the market I'm in, you want to help lift people up. You don't want to tear them down. You don't want to make them feel bad about themselves or their situation. You just want to give them a resource to where, you know, yeah, if you're in a bad situation, what can you do to get out of it? You know, what can you do to make it where you can get back to your positive mindset or mm-hmm. positive thinking, should, should I say? Because negative thinking is super easy to do. Right. <laughs> it's And the reason being, like, with what I've seen, and even, like, with me, negative thinking is something that was kind of taught from, like, early ages. And it's just with the different things that you see. It's like, if you look at the media, now I'm talking about mainstream media. I'm not talking about, you know, the, some of the smaller networks that actually are not biased. I'm talking about like the major networks that are biased one way or another. I don't really want to name them out loud, but here in the U.S., <laughs> you know, the major five. <laughs> and the thing is, like, whenever you watch them, I want you to think about how do you feel after you watch the news? Typically, you feel depressed angry. Those are the two biggest ones. And that's because of their message. Well, I I find socializing, it's easier to jump on board with people and connect with people when we complain about things. 
Oh, yeah. Let me one-up you on my complaint, on my bad experience at that restaurant or the person who cut me off. I'm going to one-up you. Where saying positive things, people think it's arrogance, it's bragging. So you don't want to talk about positive things. Um, because you're going to be looked at the wrong way. But could you imagine if we all like had a circle of positivity and like told everyone this wonderful things that were happening in our life? Whoa, that'd blow people's minds. Oh no, and it and unfortunately it does, and that's and that's the downfall to it. You know, positivity and kindness and sharing those type of things is not in the norm. And that's something that me, I'm trying to do my, my little bit of part in this society Mm -hmm. to kind of show my little ray of light, but Hey, it's okay to be nice to other people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's okay to do that. It's another quote of yours. Not everyone's out to screw you. No, it's not. (laughs) You know, it just, that's just the reality of it. You know, not everyone's out there to, to screw you over not everyone's out there to harm you you know some people are out there like whether you want to believe it or not they're out there to just help you yeah you know and that's just and like if our society could actually get back to that logic and that kind of thinking i mean you can only imagine of what what could happen right you know the more people in and now this is just one of my personal beliefs and I know I really don't talk about government at all, like on social media or anything, but a united front is a heck of a lot more dangerous than people that are divided. Right. And if you look at the media and you look at what they're trying to do and accomplish, I'm talking about mainstream media. I'm not talking about the smaller outlets. What are they trying to do? Every time I watch the news, they're trying to divide us. I agree. With whatever topic. I mean, you pick one, they're trying to divide us. And that's actually what gets ratings. All the division and the negativity. Negativity. And, yeah, the, and all the hatred and all that nonsense that, in my opinion, really doesn't need to exist. Because if it doesn't exist... It goes away. Right. And it's kind of like one thing that I really didn't get into a debate about it because whenever I said it, he's like, you know what? You're right. (laughs) But I asked somebody a very deep, it was a deep question, but it was a simple question. You know, because we were talking about racism and that kind of stuff in this country. Yeah. By the way, I do talk about some deep subjects (laughs) with, with my group of friends and and then it's just, it's something I was, I was telling them, like, you know what? I know how we can get rid of racism. And it's a lot easier than we think. And he's like, well, how? You know, I mean, you've got all these different things that you'd have to do in order to get rid of it. I'm like, no, there's not really that much that you have to do to get rid of it. It's actually simple. Don't teach it. <laughs> I mean, it's just cut it off at the source. If you don't teach racism, it doesn't exist. But unfortunately, you're going to have people that love dividing people. They're going to keep promoting it for whatever reason. Who knows? Yeah. But (laughs) 
All right. Well, this might be a good time to kind of end this episode, but I do think we need to bring you back on to talk more about mindset because I think oh, yeah. there's there's a lot more um, for you to discuss and maybe some strategies to use to keep that positive mindset. Oh, so I, I mean, there's I know we're wrapping up, but I know there's a bunch of different there's a bunch of different ways of how you can maintain a positive mindset. And I know we'll go into it more in depth. Okay. But the thing I do want to say, kind of resort back to the dad part. Okay. Dad out there. And you're looking for that resource. You know, you're looking for that outlet. You're looking for to have a, a group of dads to talk to. Because quite frankly, there's a lot of dads out there that don't have dad friends. It's just nature of the beast. Yeah. If you don't have that group, download that app. Yeah, I know there's people from worldwide that's on that app. But that'll also give you the perspective of other, da- of other dads around the globe. Right. And you're also going to get to learn different things on that app. Like me, I had no idea that people over in the UK really don't have AC. <laughs> I found that different. Because I live in Florida and it's hot with it. It's not hot with it. <laughs> but, but back to seriousness though. If you're a dad, that's one app that you need to have on your phone. It's a phenomenal resource. And in all reality, you can ask anybody any kind of questions on it. You know, it could be on how to do certain things. It could be on some mental health issues. Or if you're having issues with depression, you can talk on that. I mean, anything. And you'll end up having somebody respond. I mean, it may end up being me because I'm, I'm on the app every day. So I may end up responding to it. Or it could be one of the thousands of other dads that's on the app because there's quite a few of us on there that respond to other people's posts because that's what we, we want to do. We want to help each other out to where we can all be the best dad that we can be for our kids right all right right. (laughs) so let's wrap up and i just want to thank you andy for being on i do want to bring you back so we can talk about mindset but would you let my listeners know where they can find you oh yeah so i'm primarily on instagram all you have to do is it's at andy the southern dad now my picture on it is it stands out like a sore thumb it's a picture of me with an American flag behind it. Now I know this with this being on a podcast, my picture is really not on it, but you really can't miss that American flag. <laughs> or you can go to andythesoutherndad.com. You can go there, and on that page, of course, I have a little video for you to watch. And right below the video, I have the different social media outlets that I am on because I'm. I'm everywhere on social media, but I am primarily on Instagram. That's that's the platform that I use the most. Now, I know some guys that are on Facebook. I'm not really on it that much. So if you want to really find me, either go on that Dad AF app or Instagram. I'm on both of them every day. All right. Now, for my positive mindset course, go to PositivityStartsWithUs.com. Go to it. You can get signed up. Then I'm going to start emailing you. <laughs> it's just very simple. 
All right. And I'll have all of that information in the Facebook community. If someone didn't have a pencil to write it down, I'll make sure that my listeners get it there too. Ah, awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Andy, for joining me. I do appreciate it. And we'll see you back here soon, okay? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time. I like it. I think it's got a persona with it. Yeah. And being introduced as Andy the Southern Dad, people like people will remember know. it. Yeah. I think it's like a- they already know I'm going to have a country accent. It just it's the nature of the beast. Yeah. They may assume I drive a truck, which when I first started the brand, they would have assumed wrong. We just recently got me a nice truck. It's a um, it's a Nissan Titan Midnight Edition. Beautiful truck. Got a really good deal on it, too. <laughs> the only thing I wanted to, to ask you to permission for is, like, everything that I've gotten to know about you with every step along the way, I'll be like, oh, my gosh, this guy's, like, awesome. <laughs> so in setting up our talking, you're like, hey, I got a bedtime routine I, you know, that was important to you. And then I've got 30 minutes to talk to my wife. Like, I need to do that. And then we can set something up. I'm extremely one-track minded. Okay. So that's why I I have to delegate my time for certain things. Yeah. And sometimes my delegation sucks. (laughs) I love that, one, it's important for you to be talking in your kids. But two... It's important for you every day to have that time with your wife yep. because a lot of it, and I know I'm, I say this, that my husband and I have to have date night, mm-hmm. but that's like once a month where you aren't making it like this special like date night. We make time for each other every day. Right. And that's, and that's like whenever it comes to any marriage or any relationship, it takes two people to make it work. One person can't make a relationship work. It just doesn't happen. It takes both parties to do it. And her and I, we, of course, you know, we wanted to make sure our marriage lasted and that kind of stuff. And so we live life with priorities in mind. That's another quote of yours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there, we all know what we should do. But we're not implementing it for different reasons. It's just like dieting. I know I shouldn't eat the chocolate cake, but I do. But it's tasty. Right. we, we, We are all smart enough to know those things, but it's figuring out why aren't we making those choices? Like what's getting in the way? Because... I need that gratification right now of the the food because 
I'm not feeling it inside. You know, I'm trying to fill a fill a void. Yeah. 